0: hi um, hey hey nice to have you here with us at the interviews with the experts great to be here yes uh, finally we're meeting so yeah uh, we are talking today about procrastination and embodiment and I would like to start with you telling us a little bit more about your experience what motivated you to become a therapist a business consultant if you can recall like that first spark of inspiration that made you uh feel this is my way that led you to Mm -hmm. this moment
1: Mm -hmm. oh man okay this is a really great question well first of all thank you for having me i am really excited to be connecting with you and and with your audience um so yes i my name is megan meganson and i have been a psychotherapist for about 10 years uh and that really is where i've done all of my training in embodiment and learning how to really feel into our bodies and how to make decisions that help us live lives that are really in alignment with with who we are and what we want not just what the world tells us to do um and it's you know through my own process being a therapist and running businesses as a therapist i discovered that you know what i what i really love to do is to help people build businesses using my lens as a therapist right so taking my knowledge about being in the body and listening to your own intuition working through your past stories using that information to inform the way you build a business so that you can really live life on your own terms and show up in all areas of your life as your full self so my own journey, the, the, the moment you're asking about of when did I realize I wanted to do this work was really when I was in the process of growing my therapy business. I was hiring um, other therapists to work in my practice and I was just so burnt out and so exhausted. And I was following all of the advice that the the business coaches and the business mentors were telling me to do. You know, I was like, I'm, I'm doing what they're saying to do, but it's not working for me. Right. I'm, I'm just, I'm exhausted. I'm burnt out. I'm not in my body at all. And I realized through my own process of, of recovering, um, that there had to be a different way for entrepreneurs to build businesses. Uh, and I started to figure that out. And as I figured it out, I started sharing it with other people. Uh, and, and now I'm here today talking to you about that exact same thing. How do entrepreneurs build businesses, not the way they think they're supposed to, but the way that feels, the best for for them and for their bodies
0: exactly to build businesses the way that that feels the best for them in their own terms mm. i like your story a lot and it um moved me that you said uh, getting in touch with your body getting in connection with your body and making decisions and there's like a culture to do it the other way around like listen to your thoughts or listen mm. to what other people say it's good or you should or you shouldn't and leave your body aside like the, the, mm-hmm. no pain no gain
1: so yes
0: how what what is a way to reframe that like how you how how can you recover the trust in in your in your body in your feelings mm. in this connection? Just mm-hmm. like a, an entry-level insight
1: that you could share with us. Oh, that is such a profound question, right? How do we basically shed the societal conditioning that you know we we've all been victim to, right? And and it's capitalism and patriarchy and uh, white supremacy and all of these these systems that have really conditioned us to believe that we have to grind and hustle and you know listen to the people who have more power than we do and do what they say and you know follow the instructions and and you you hinted at this learning to really listen i always think are am i listening from the top down or am i listening from the bottom up right so what, the top what, down image yeah yeah i mean it, it helps me am i listening to messages that are coming in you know, coming in from the world and into my body, or am I am I in my body listening to my own intuition and letting that information rise to the surface? And my tidbit here, which is challenging, is that it takes time and it takes practice. So there is no, there's no switch that we can just flip on and reverse this pattern. It really is, it's a lifetime of small moments of, of really mindfully learning to pause and take a breath and say, hey, before I do X, let me just check in with myself and see if this feels like the right thing for me to yeah. do right now. And maybe if it doesn't, I'll just experiment with doing it in a different way instead of defaulting automatically to what I think I'm supposed to do.
0: Yes, yes. That's a that's a wonderful insight because it makes me think that building your business in this way like from the bottom out from from mm-hmm. the knowing of your body and what you are truly truly about then what you see outside is the most authentic expression of yourself instead of having instead of being the other way around like be, living in the grid of a societal demand and patriarchy and the mm. list and having a body that is like captured in that frame mm-hmm. with low back, with frustration, with lack of creativity. Uh, I like a lot like this reframe. Can you tell us a little bit more about how how do you see procrastination? How, how mm. do you reframe procrastination? Because it's connected with this yeah what i understood from from your post is that uh, mm-hmm. we often often feel that we are procrastinating as in general without examining if those to-do lists that we are procrastinating actually respond to to a true decision from us yes. and not mm-hmm. just uh respond to um, trying to obey an external pattern societal authority that maybe it's not even there no so yeah tell us about how procrastination can actually be a good thing
1: yes oh my gosh um well you you were hinting at this a moment ago that we are we're taught from little children to be self-sufficient right yeah. it's like you need to be able to do everything yourself and you need to work hard um so you just if you just work hard and you know break your back metaphorically or maybe literally <laughs> doing yeah. what you think you're supposed to be doing like that's the marker of success success is someone who can you know pull themselves up by their bootstraps and uh, make it all happen so There's again, there's this conditioning that really uh, makes us feel like we need to do it all ourselves. And this is, I as entrepreneurs, as small business owners, I think we are very susceptible to this conditioning that we need to be able to do it all ourselves. And in that vein, we are taught that procrastination is a really bad habit right? Like weak people procrastinate, people who aren't successful, losers procrastinate, right? It's, um, just the, the image, the connotation of the word procrastination is so very negative. It's become a character judgment instead of a data point. Yeah. Right. So I I like to think about procrastination an indicator, right? Not as a a sign about my character or about my ability to be successful. It's just a data point. Right. It's if if I'm procrastinating on something, it probably means that I don't really want to do the thing. It might mean that I don't know how to do the thing. It might mean that one person alone cannot do the thing. Right. And all of those, no matter, no matter what the reason is that you're procrastinating, the answer is probably that you need support to get the thing done. You know, you, yeah. you, you don't need to be singularly responsible for doing every single thing that your business needs in order to, to thrive. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah, it makes sense. And it makes yeah. me think that uh, it's it's also a work of relationality in a way of yeah. re- relating to yourself, through to your sensations. To the information that you are getting from yourself and the outside and from there also practicing relating to other people because sometimes we don't ask help because uh, we, we feel we think that that will uh, demerit us that will make us like like less he- heroes yeah which is actually like protecting a, a martyr mentality <laughs> in a way totally
1: mm-hmm. yeah
0: and also reaching out for help requires the humility of of the the mentality of a student that is willing mm-hmm. to and in a way learning oh good point means means growing and also mm-hmm. relating to other people but um relating to other people it it's unavoidable but it it's also challenging, and I like a lot this view of understanding that maybe you're procrastinating because you're not meant to do that thing, and someone needs to do that for you. But it means that you have also, well, you you are invited to find a way to to relate to to another person to to build like a a, a mutual network of of support,
1: mm-hmm, and that
0: mm-hmm. need to you being an introvert how mm-hmm. you know about mm. extroversion, extroversion much except for um, an mbti test that i took it seems that i am almost introvert but more extroverted mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> so it makes me think that if you're introverted you you don't like to connect much with people i don't know mm-hmm. if that's the case so maybe you could share some light on what's what's being what does being introvert means and mm-hmm. how can you relate better and also mm-hmm. if you're an introvert maybe maybe there i don't know if extrovert people are the ones that are over the top talking all the time not listening <laughs> so <laughs> yeah so so how, how how do you connect that relation ability with mm-hmm. letting go of procrastination and and being like more connected with with your body with being more embodiment just a way of of wrapping up this wonderful conversation that we are having
1: absolutely well you know introversion and extroversion is a huge topic and you can look at it from many different angles but for me the the core important pieces of the paradigm are the people who are more introverted um it drains our energy to interact with other people. Yeah. People who are extroverted, it recharges their batteries to interact with other people. Um, it doesn't have anything to do with being shy or you know being outspoken. It really just is like, what, what charges my batteries and what drains my batteries? So it is true, I find, that entrepreneurs who are more introverted um, really resist the need to get support, right? To hire, Um, you know, to hire staff or to find virtual assistants because uh, two reasons. The first reason is they're like, oh, I don't want to have to interact with somebody day in and day out. You know, that that sounds really exhausting. And part, I think the second part of that for many introverts is uh, there can be some fear or resistance to uh, conflict Right. They tend to be a little more conflict avoidant So the thought of having to discipline a staff member or fire someone or tell someone they're not doing a good job feels really stressful. Yeah. But on the flip side of that coin, introverts tend to be really fantastic connectors. Right. So introverts often have the ability to really create and cultivate deep and meaningful one on one personal relationships. So we are primes, like we're actually in a wonderful position to create a team of people who are supporting us in building our businesses because we know how to build meaningful relationships. But we also have to learn the necessary skills around management. So, and yeah. we have to learn, we have to learn how to have good boundaries. We have to learn how to give feedback. We have to learn how to manage people. Uh, but bringing it back to embodiment, yeah. I feel the most joy as an entrepreneur, managing a team when I'm doing it from my body, right? When when I am showing up with authenticity, when I'm setting boundaries for myself that feel aligned with what I need, when I'm showing up as my full self with the people on my team, right? When I'm using myself in relationship with people who work for me, it is an enjoyable experience. When I'm top-down, right? When I'm just doing what I think I'm supposed to be doing or when I don't hire the right people, having a team asking for help does become more of a hassle than it's worth. So it, it all comes back to alignment. If you're in alignment with yourself, if you're showing up in a way that's really authentic for you, if you're asking for help and support with the right things, all of the pieces fall and they just click into place. Yes. And you're able to build a really successful business
0: wonderful i love that that view because it it includes you it includes the body and that's like the most authentic part of ourselves instead of putting it out as um, this societal view that fortunately right. is now changing thanks to people I'm like like so you and people like very committed to to working um, to a true authentic uh view of the body the mind mm. the lifestyle and put their wellness front and foremost thank you so yes. much megan i'm going to open the q a space to see if there there's a brave one around that wants to make a question about embodiment or or we can yeah each other
1: <laughs> well, I, while we're waiting for questions, I wanted just to speak to one thing you said a little while ago that I think was such a good point about, um, you know, many, many times we struggle to ask for help because it is kind of an ego piece. Like we don't think, we think we can do it best Yes. Or or we say like, oh, well, I can't, I don't want to ask someone to help me with that because they'll never do it as good as I can do it. I hear this all the time and I do think it's worth just naming like, that's a bunch of baloney like that's that is not true you know you are not the only person on this planet who can do that thing really well um so learning to be able to to be humble and to accept that there are out there who can do certain tasks better than we can i think is it's a core part of learning how to outsource um, especially around tasks that you're procrastinating on
0: Yeah, like surrendering a little bit the, the um, competitive ego, or, mm-hmm. or maybe even framing, like very great leaders hire the people. Okay.
1: People <laughs> oh,
0: man. So, yeah. How does an introvert feels with these kind of unexpected happenings? Oh. Does that um,
1: affect? Um, or you online. know, I don't. I, I think I wouldn't. I'm hesitant to speak for all introverts, but I'll say, you know, it's like, uh ah, whatever. <laughs> it's I, we're almost a year into the quarantine now, right? So we've sort of yeah. adapted to everything being online, <laughs> yeah. and that just comes with lots of tech errors. So we're yeah, online and unexpected. Um, and yeah. yes online and unexpected that's good yeah the, this
0: era has brought so so many challenges and also so many opportunities for for looking inside for like if if you're locked down there's it's it gets harder to run away from yourself you <laughs> know that way, is so it,
1: true let fewer distractions
0: yeah fewer distractions and also mm-hmm your closer connections and relations like bloom positively like flowers
1: or (laughs) or negatively
0: (laughs) or negatively yeah yeah megan procrastination when when did that insight came into your mind it was like recently when when you posted that wonderful caption and post or or you have been like thinking about procrastination uh for a long time you
1: know i've i've been thinking about um delegation for a long time thinking about you know why is this so hard um the procrastination insight i i can't take credit for uh that conversation for me was started when i was reading uh, a book recently about delegation and they had a whole section about procrastination and looking at it from different angles and that for me really was the start of of, it was a big aha moment like oh yes this is this is so spot on this really resonates. and then i started to look at that i've been procrastinating on and sure enough when i looked at each item line by line i could see someone else needs to be doing this i don't have to do these things that i do The the
0: inside of procrastination that, that you were reading in a book.
1: Yeah. I mean, it was, it was just basically that, you know, looking at, Hey, procrastination, um, is probably a signal that someone else that you could delegate, whatever you're procrastinating to some other person that you are not the best person to do that task for your business. If you were, you would have done the task already so you You know know, i think the the larger conversation here is about really giving ourselves permission as business owners to spend money paying to do things for for us that we don't want to do ourselves and procrastination is just one data point one little red flag that should indicate to you hey don't try to do this piece give hand this to another person on your team to do it for you and if you do that if you start doing that systematically all the time your business is going to grow much faster and and will be more profitable uh, because you are able to stay focused on the the tasks and the projects that feel really exciting and energizing for you yeah i think that's a like you exciting and
0: energizing those are physical experiences and that exactly your body i have a question uh could you give us a tip to differentiate between procrastination and creative block like because if, if oh, you are sure. mm-hmm. right if you love what you're doing and you are like have have not been doing that that is that supposedly you love how how would you know if you are procrastinating because you have grown out of that passion
1: mm-hmm. or
0: you are procrastinating you're actually in a creative rot?
1: that's a really interesting question and I, I think the answer lies in self-examination again and probably just being able to ask yourself the question you just posed okay self let's really look at this let's face this we've been procrastinating on I don't know. Let's just say writing this blog post now yeah. for two months. What's going on? And um, you you usually love to write blog posts. Why aren't you writing this post? And then I think you you just have to pick it up and look at it from all different angles. Is it the topic? Is it this particular topic isn't bringing you joy or it's not interesting to you? Is it that you no longer want to write? that you're at the point in your business where there's something else that is really calling your attention and, and now it's time to hire a copywriter to write these blog posts for you, right? Are, are you, is there something else going on in your life? Are you depressed? Are you anxious? Are you struggling in your relationship? Is something happening that is kind of, you know, s- taking up all of your, your energy and attention? I think you just have to start to look at the thing from all different angles until you feel like you have an honest answer that comes from within about why am I not doing this thing? And once you have the answer, hopefully it feels pretty easy to say, okay, what do I need to do about this? Do I need to hire this out? Do I need to get some extra emotional support? Do I need to change the topic of this blog and write about something that feels more interesting to me right now? I think that that is the process that I would use to examine that particular um problem it's okay
0: that i ask myself the honest uh question to examine and like 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 i can have this space within me to to see the truth as as hard or or challenging that it can be because i have been writing all my life or dancing or making money and the problem often of asking a question is that you can get the answer (laughs) from yourself and once you have the answer from yourself once you you face the truth then you are confronted with yourself to to take action or to decide either you take action or you don't take action it's it's a decision so you say it in a in such a way that made me feel like oh it's okay to to look inside and and make the hard questions and the second exactly. thing that oh, it was so interesting is how you you made the question like hey what what's going on what i am not doing this and it made me think how do i talk to myself do i talk to myself like hey Kandia," or like hey you or like we're going we're gonna have a talk so,
1: mm-hmm.
0: I, I don't know if I get my message across, but how, what can you tell us a little bit about um, self-talk, like how, mm-hmm. how is a good to, to talk to oneself, because I I think I, I have not been aware of this, I mm-hmm. talk to myself all the time, I have an inner, a non-stop, inner dialogue,
1: discussion. Mm -hmm.
0: but now I realize that most of the time that dialogue it's like um, a to-do list to say the least, and a very hard and strict judge that is telling me do that Mm -hmm. not enough generally it's like negative but ah I I am so shocked (laughs) with this insight like is that voice mine it's me that i'm right. talking like in that way in in an examined way well yeah uh, what what would you say about that that i think
1: inside? i think that um it's really important first of all that where we all slow down and start to examine the dialogue that's happening inside of our heads right so slowing down and really just thinking first how am i talking to myself What are the messages that I'm saying to myself? And do I actually believe those? Is that my voice or is it someone else's voice or society's voice? So being able to slow down and really examine the thoughts that are spinning through your mind is a crucial skill. And if you follow that up with a a practice of self-compassion, which is really the ability to talk to ourselves in a very kind and compassionate way. So instead of saying, What's wrong with you? You're such a loser for not finishing all that work that you were supposed to do. You need to be working harder. Right. Instead, saying, oh, wow, you must be really stressed out. Look at all of the things that you wanted to do that you haven't been able to get to yet. I wonder what's going on. I wonder, like, let's just think about for a second. What's going on here that, you know, it's causing you to be so far behind and to feel so much stress? So just that kind of pivot away from talking to ourselves as the judge like you said and instead approaching ourselves with curiosity and compassion in my mind the latter is always going to lead to more successful outcomes for me in my life wonderful you know uh i
0: it makes me think and feel that self-compassion it's a key element in actually being like very in touch with reality like if, if you're a, like a good judge of if even in the black and white right and wrong uh, performance view then you need to see the whole picture so mm-hmm. your, your evaluation or examination is objective, not only seeing the negative parts or the little details that didn't went right, that we perfectionists tend to focus on, no? the, right. the little spot on the wall that is not quite right, instead of, mm-hmm. of evaluating the full picture and realizing that we are humans, first of all, mm-hmm. and we are living in an ever-changing experience. And actually Mm -hmm. uh, the imperfections or even the unresolved issues or the things that we don't like about ourselves or the things that we are procrastinating and haven't um evaluated are part of this changing experience it's wonderful exactly you have shared so much with us well especially with me, <laughs> but for, for <laughs> the people that, that will watch, that is here Absolutely. with us and that will watch the replay, there is so much of gold here,
1: so much well, um, insights. I appreciate the um, incredibly thoughtful questions that you're bringing to this conversation and just really appreciate you creating this space to to have these um you know these really meaningful conversations so thank you so much for having me thank you so much it's been a huge pleasure man
0: i hope this is the first live or interview we we do we'll we'll keep in touch and absolutely thank you so much uh let, let us know how can they reach you how can uh my all can know more about your work what is your instagram handle
1: your yeah absolutely. so Do you, uh, you can hop over to my instagram profile um off of this video so my handle is megan meganson my name um and uh yeah hop over to my instagram profile you can um visit my website or sign up for my email list using the link in my bio and Uh, Feel free to reach out anytime if you need support. Wonderful. Yeah, go reach Megan. She's wonderful. (laughs) Thank you so much. (laughs) Thank you. Thanks again for having me.